Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson! And it goes to Corey Davis. Crowder trying to get him out of space, slopes a tackle, and there he goes! Crowder! It's a foot race, and Crowder is in there! A 69-yard touchdown. He'll hit immediately. He got the handoff. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it's time to get to know your foe, Atlanta Falcons edition. This game, of course, going on in London. And so we bring in Miles Garrett, who is a producer for Atlanta Falcons content for Fox 5 in Atlanta. Miles, thanks for coming on. Before we get into everything, I've got to ask you to tell the story of your pin tweet because I think it's hilarious. Obviously, you share a name with a very famous football player, the pass rusher from the Cleveland Browns, but you spell it differently. However, there are times where that could lead to confusion on social media. So if you could tell that story, that would be awesome because for those that are unfamiliar with you, I think it's something that they would love to know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me on, Scott. I appreciate it. Um, yes, my name is Miles Garrett. Um, I spell it with an I, not a Y. Um, coincidentally, we were also the same age, so there's that too. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, it's that that all kind of started when he was drafted. Actually, um, first overall, I was still in college at the time, um, and I got a bunch of followers that night. A lot of people thought I was him at the time, which was weird <laughs> because you know I I wasn't verified or I was you know I was still in school at the time. Um, but then, you know, things started picking up a little bit when I got verified and, you know, people would confuse it, um, on Twitter and then, you know, everything kind of hit the fan the night, uh, the, the Steelers played the Browns a couple of years ago when, uh, when that Mason Rudolph incident happened. So, um, after that, you know, that night I had a bunch of people in my DMs thinking I was him, you know, just cussing me out, doing all this kind of stuff. So I decided to take a screenshot of all of it and posted it the next day with like a fake apology and everything. And it kind of went viral, which was funny. Um, and after that, you know, a bunch of outlets picked it up, like Barstool picked it up. Uh, Frank Caliendo made a fun little thing with it. Uh, 
all this kind of stuff. So uh, it, it was it was kind of a viral moment, I suppose. Um, and then a year later, I posted the, my pinned tweet, sort of like a big 30 for 30 type thing, um, <laughs> just to poke some fun at it. And uh, and yeah, so it, it still happens to this day. I mean, after uh, Miles Garrett had that big game against Justin Fields, uh, I had a bunch of people in my DMs again. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a recurring thing that I'm sure is never going to go away and people just don't know how to read and spell. So it's, it's funny. They apparently don't know how to look at pictures either because I'm <laughs> yeah, exactly. just going to go ahead and say that you don't really look a lot like Miles Garrett, the football what, you player. You don't see the resemblance? A little bit, a little bit, but he might yeah. be slightly bigger than you, slightly. It kind of. Just a bit, yeah. A little bit. Just a, a slight, slight edge. <laughs> just slightly. You know who else is a little bit bigger than you, too, though? Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, who yes. is now going yes. into his, what, 20th year in the league, or at least it feels like, nah, I'm just kidding. He got drafted <laughs> in 2008. I think that would be his 13th year, if my math is correct. But he's been a multiple-time Pro Bowler, obviously a former MVP. He's somebody that was in the Super Bowl, came this close to winning it. As we know, that was the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history, courtesy of Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. But this year, it seemed like a lot of people were expecting him to take a major step back. And his numbers look pretty solid on paper. I watched a little bit of him. He doesn't quite look like the Matt Ryan in his prime, but... I don't know that he's as washed up as some people seem to believe he is. Because remember, the Falcons had the fourth pick in the draft. They ended up taking Kyle Pitts. But the guy you mentioned before, Justin Fields, was on the board. He's a Georgia kid. They could have gone in that direction and moved on. They did end up later trading Julio Jones. So the thought was, why are you trading Julio Jones and hanging on to Matt Ryan? If you're going to rebuild, rebuild. But Matt Ryan has been respectable. From what you were telling me before we start recording, it sounds like the rest of the offense has been more of the problem so far, right? Yeah, no, I mean, it's so it's it's interesting because, you know, as of right now, I mean, again, taking into preseason, you know, going into this, I, first of all, I've been a big Matt Ryan supporter for years now. A lot of people have been, you know, saying he's washed, saying he's the problem, all this, that and the other. Uh, Matt Ryan's really been the only thing keeping this team afloat the last few years. Um, but regardless, going into this year, um, you know, I, I really am reminded a good bit of what happened the year before the Falcons went to the Super Bowl in year one under Kyle Shanahan as the offensive coordinator. There were a lot of struggles. Um, there was a lot, you know, of just the guys learning the system, really. And, um, you know, once once they figured it out, you know, it took them a full year to really get to know the playbook. And I really think Arthur Smith is a really good play caller, a really good coach. I think right now the main issue is, just sort of the personnel and just getting acquainted with the new system because right now this offensive line is questionable uh, at best. Uh, you know, you have two sort of uh, solid starters, I'd call them, and Jake Matthews and Chris Lindstrom. The rest, it's really a mixed bag right now, and they've really been struggling so far to start the season. So Matt Ryan's hardly had time to throw against the Eagles. It was the Eagles and the Buccaneers, really. It was just a train wreck of, of you know, not having any time whatsoever to, to throw. I don't care if you're Justin Fields or you're Patrick Mahomes, you were going to get sacked within two seconds. Um, you know, the fact that it was Matt Ryan just sort of amplified that. But, you know, there there have been flashes, I'd say. You know, you, you look at the – and it's been at different points, really, which has been really interesting because uh, I think the first drive of the season against the Eagles looked like, you know, everything that Falcons fans have been wanting to see. You know, they ran the ball well. They were blocking well. They just couldn't finish in the red zone. Then you see in the Buccaneers game, they were 
making progress, scoring points. They got the ball to Kyle Pitts. You know, they were moving the ball pretty efficiently through the air. Uh, then Giants, you know, they, they were able to finish maybe a red zone drive or so. That was really a struggle for them finishing in the red zone. So it looked like they were going to maybe put it all together against Washington. And for the most part, they really did on the offensive side, I would say. It was the defense that really had a bad game against Washington. Um, and, you know, not making excuses for that because, you know, losing to Washington, you know, another fourth quarter blown lead is, is not acceptable. But, you know, there, there's been flashes of the potential for this offense. And, again, I think Matt Ryan has been something of a bright spot so far. You know, maybe, again, the stats maybe not are, are showing it right now. Um, because there has been some disappointments. I mean, you go back to last week, Calvin Ridley, uh, uh, Alameda Seguias, there was so many drop balls, too, um, that you know could have been difference makers for, for how the game turned out. Um, so it could have had an even better game. So, um, you know, it, it's a mixed bag. Uh, I'm, again, huge Matt Ryan supporter. I think he, he still has a few good years left in him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's where we're at when it comes to Matt Ryan. I don't think he's the problem. I don't think he's ever been the problem. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Miles, you brought up Calvin Ridley. He's not going to be playing, so big break for the Jets. And also, no Russell Gage. So the top two wide receivers for the Atlanta Falcons out. And so it would appear, on paper at least, most of the offense in the passing game is going to fall to the rookie Kyle Pitts, who's been okay so far, but he hasn't really been that standout. Again, it's only been a handful of games, and he's a rookie, so there's only so much you can expect early on. But obviously... When somebody's picked fourth overall, there are gigantic expectations. What do you expect to see 
from him in this game? Do you think that they're going to try and really make him the centerpiece of the offense? And then tell me a little bit about Corderell Patterson too, because I want to talk about the Falcons running game. But Patterson's a weird hybrid, and he's one of those guys that for years he was picked very high, and everybody would say, just wait till he breaks out, just wait till he breaks out, wait till some team figures out how to unlock him and how to use him properly. And it feels like the Falcons have done that more effectively than any team throughout his career so far. Credit to Arthur Smith on that one. Tell me a little bit about Patterson and Pitts and what you expect to see here game plan wise. Yeah, to answer your first question, when it comes to Kyle Pitts, um, that's the million dollar question right now, honestly. Um, You know, everyone's sort of waiting for him to have that breakout game because, again, he's shown flashes. He hasn't scored yet, but He's shown flashes. You know, he had a great catch against uh, Tampa Bay uh, as a slant route where he, you know, caught it behind his back and accelerated upfield. You really saw that speed that everyone was raving about. And then, you know, he made a few good catches against Washington as well. Um, there's, there's a little bit going on with Kyle Pitts just as far as him getting acquainted and learning, you know, the NFL really, you know, learning the offense. Um, because, again, going back to some some film study that we've done with him um, in Again, with Fox 5, I I work with some former Falcons receivers, Harry Douglas, uh, and uh, former quarterback DJ Shockley. You know, we we go over these these things and we notice certain things about Kyle Pitts' game. And there's been a few times where Kyle Pitts, you know, he's just he's running the wrong route. He's not where he's he's supposed to be. And again, that's that'll take time. You know, he's he just turned 21 yesterday. He's a kid. So he's going to figure this out as he gets along. You know, the talent is there. You've seen it. Um, But in regards to this week against the New York Jets, it, it, you know, everyone's expecting, you know, I've seen a lot of things on ESPN. It's like, this is the week that Kyle Pitts finally comes out. I don't know if it is because these defensive backs for New York, I mean, who else are you going to cover right now? You know, it's, it's, you don't have Calvin Ridley out there. You don't have Russell Gage. So who are you going to cover? How about the six foot six guy who can run like a deer? That seems like the primary guy I'm trying to stop <laughs> if I'm the, the Jets secondary right now. So um, will they try to get Kyle Pitts involved? I'm sure. Um, but I think he's going to be covered up pretty darn well. Again, I mean, if I'm the defensive coordinator, that's what I'd be doing. Um, but, you know, that's not that's not who I am. So who, who knows what the Jets game plan is against Kyle Pitts this, this Sunday. But, um, yeah, Cordero Patterson has been a very pleasant surprise for, uh, I think, everybody uh, for the Falcons right now. I think he's sort of what they envisioned um, – I want to say they envisioned what uh, Mike Davis to be. You know, Cordell Patterson has sort of become this running back one for Atlanta. You know, and I, I, I think the um, Washington game was more of a, uh, you know, you get to see more of that receiving side because for the most part this season, he's been more of a running back. Uh, you know, he hasn't really run downfield and, and you know, catch, caught deep balls like he did against Washington. And, you know, Moss, even a player, you know, he reached over and, you know, looked like a true wide receiver by grabbing these balls ahead of some guys. So, um, yeah, you said, it. you know, he's, he's been doing a little bit of everything for this team. Um, you know, I think when, when he was picked up, everyone around the NFL and even a lot of Falcons fans, I think, thought that he was just going to be, you know, this kick returner and, you know, maybe a guy that can sub in at wide receiver and sub in at running back and you know, maybe make a couple of plays. But right now he's primary running back number one. And, this week, he very well might be wide receiver one, given what's happening. And I think Arthur Smith, like I, you said, credit to, to his offensive game planning. And I think it's it's sort of a, a credit to why the Falcons hired him. I, I, don't, I don't, you know, it's a stretch to call him, you know, his Derrick Henry because obviously Derrick Henry is ridiculous. But you know, he sort of fits that mold. You know, six foot five. He's got ridiculous uh, 
uh, height and you know, speed for someone like you know, his position. I mean, he wears 84. He looks like a receiver out there, but he lines up at running back. So, um, you know, there's been some Derrick Henry comparisons into just how his game works. Um, and I think Arthur Smith is sort of maybe trying to emulate him in that role because he did that in Tennessee so well. Let's talk a little bit about the running game. Patterson obviously getting quite a few of the carries, but Mike Davis also getting a lot of the carries as well. His yards per attempt nowhere near as high as Corderell Patterson. He's only getting about three yards per carry, but still those are the two guys that are getting the bulk of them. Do you expect that to be the case on Sunday in London? I do. Um, it's going to be interesting, though, against that Jets defensive line, though. That's a hell mm-hmm. of a defensive line the Jets are working with right now. And, you know, it, it seemed like they were getting better and better each week. Um, they're going to want to establish the run. They've been wanting to do that in every single game. Now, the matter is if they keep it going. Uh, they, they did keep it going, it seemed like, against Washington. Uh, weeks before that, they looked like they kind of sort of abandoned it a little bit after, you know, maybe getting down. Um, that was especially evident against uh, Philadelphia. You know, they started off so well in the run game and then sort of left it as they started getting behind. Um, but it's definitely part of the biggest part, I think, of Arthur Smith's game plan. It's about establishing the run first and then, you know, getting that off of play action. And, you know, it's, again, it's what he's in Tennessee and it's what he's trying to do here. Um, so Mike Davis has been a guy that I think honestly has had a little bit of bad luck when it comes to his runs compared to Cordero Patterson. And, Again, maybe Patterson has used his size to his advantage compared to Mike Davis because he's a lot smaller than Cordero Patterson. Um, but there's just been so many instances of Mike Davis having the ball and just having nowhere to go. You know, there's just so many instances where guys aren't blocking correctly and you know he gets the ball and guys are already in the backfield. So if that keeps up, again, this is an offensive line issue. I don't think it's really a Mike Davis issue. Um, if this keeps up uh, and the Jets' defensive line keeps up, I'm expecting a very, very long evening or morning, I guess, rather, for for the Atlanta Falcons when it comes to this because they got to block somebody. That'll be a key matchup. The interior of the Jets' defensive line versus the Atlanta Falcons' offensive line. The Jets are actually fourth in the NFL in sacks, which is remarkable considering that they're missing their star pass rusher. That's terrifying. Carl Lawson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and as a guy who knows Carl Lawson, I've been tackled by Carl Lawson. It's not fun. Oh, yeah, I would imagine that that's not fun. Even if you were the actual football player, Miles Garrett, you still wouldn't <laughs> want to get tackled. We we were we went to the same high school together, and uh, our coach thought that it would be, you know, it'd be cool to put the number two prospect in the country, Carl Lawson, against a, uh, you know, sophomore wide receiver, Miles Garrett. That'd be a, a fair fight in the Oklahoma drill. Yikes. Well, I'm sure time. you still have the ice pack <laughs> that you used that day and using oh, it yeah. on your back <laughs> and your neck and all that all these years later. But I will say that that'll be an interesting matchup to watch. John Franklin Myers just signed a contract extension with the New York Jets. So that fortifies that spot, not just for this game, but going forward. And as the late, great Mike Hegstrand, otherwise known as Road Warrior Hawk, used to say, good for us, bad for you. So that'll be a matchup to watch on Sunday. But also, I'm curious to see what the Falcons have in store defensively for the New York Jets because Grady Jarrett, one of the best interior defensive linemen in the league, and when Quentin Williams was drafted by the Jets, that's one of the guys that they would shoot for when they would say, here's who you'd want Quentin Williams to be like. You'd hear Aaron Donald, obviously, Chris Jones, Fletcher Cox, 
and certainly Grady Jarrett, one of them. He's off to a nice start again. Deion Jones, we know the story there. Everybody still talks about how the Jets should have taken him instead of Darren Lee, but no use crying over spilt milk. Foye Luikon, who, by the way, has turned into one of the best inside linebackers in the NFL, and that's somebody that Jeff Ulbricht, the Jets' defensive coordinator, has been credited with helping Aluakon, a sixth-round pick out of Yale, turn into an excellent linebacker who was thought to be a bit of a tweener coming out of school. Ulbricht saw something in him and really helped mold him into one of the better linebackers in the league. And Dante Fowler Jr. having a really nice year. He's had a bit of a strange career arc. There have been times where he's looked underwhelming. Then there have been times where he's looked really, really good, so sort of up and down. Tell me a little bit about this defense for the Atlanta Falcons and what you expect to see from them on Sunday. Yeah, the Falcons defense has, has been a little unpredictable too. Again, this whole team has been so unpredictable, but uh, um, what worries me a lot about this matchup on Sunday when it comes to the Falcons defense is they seem to have a very tough problem with mobile quarterbacks and boy, does Zach Wilson uh, fill that definition for them. You know, they struggled big time against Jalen Hurts and, and Taylor Heineke. And I think Zach Wilson has a better skill set than either one of them. Um, you know, it's, it's difficult because they've had good looks, you know, on the defensive line, Dante Fowler, like, as you said, is sort of having a little bit of a resurgence season, knock on wood. Uh, he's been playing extremely well, um, for, especially compared to how he played last year, getting to the quarterback. Um, but there's been so many plays where, um, you know, there's, there's been things dialed up to where they just miss, you know, whether it's missed tackles or just the quarterback evading the pressure when it looks like he's going down, missed tackles, things like that. Um, and that really worries me when it comes to Zach Wilson because he's very good. That's what his game is. Um, he's very good at evading pressure. Then, you know, you look in the secondary, and this is the area where I'm probably the most concerned about because uh, Isaiah Oliver, a cornerback who's kind of struggled a good bit most of his career in Atlanta, finally looked like he was figuring it out in this DNP's defense, uh, playing arguably the best set of anybody on that secondary. Uh, and then suddenly, you know, they haven't announced what it is. It looks like it's probably an ACL or MCL tear, but he's out for the season. So right now the secondary is extremely depleted. You have sort of journeyman guys at the safety positions and Eric Harris and Fabian Moreau. We haven't seen second round pick Richie Grant yet. I'm feeling, or I have a feeling rather that we might see, see him mixed in a good bit potentially just to see what they've got uh, because they speak very highly of him. Um, but AJ Terrell has also been very good, but again, you can't rely on just one cornerback. The only thing that, I get a little bit of solace in is uh, the fact that the Jets don't really have a true number one, I would say. I don't know if that's safe to say or not. Uh, I think Corey Davis is a decent receiver, but I wouldn't call him a you know true number one on a lot of different teams. Um, so again, it, it, I think it's all about Zach Wilson making plays because if he's going to make plays, then he's going to, he's going to take advantage of this Falcons defense very, very well. Because again, as I said, it's, it's, been a struggle against quarterbacks like him, and I think he's the best one of those mobile quarterbacks that they faced this season. Arthur Smith, the new head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, basically said they're going to have to find ways to pressure and confuse Zach Wilson on Sunday. Otherwise, it's going to be lights out. I admire the honesty there. It's a very interesting way to approach this from Arthur Smith. Tell me about what you think they're going to look to do here to try and limit Zach Wilson and make him more like the quarterback we saw against New England and less like the quarterback we saw this past week against Tennessee. Yeah, well, I mean, again, credit to Zach Wilson. I think he's he's not making as many riskier plays as he was at the beginning, which again, what all rookie quarterbacks do. 
Um, you know, they, they've got to figure out what they can and can cannot get away with in the NFL. Um, but to have success against Zach Wilson, I mean, I just think you got to keep him inside the pocket because I think his his game is making plays outside of the pocket and extending plays. I think if you can keep Zach Wilson in the pocket and force him to, to um, this sounds weird because I feel like it would be the opposite for a lot of different quarterbacks, but get him to stick to the script and not, you know, ad lib a little bit. I think that's where you can beat him because I, again, I think his best game is ad living right now. Um, you know, trying to figure things out, um, you know, especially with the Jets offensive line situation and, you know, some of the talent that he's having to work with on that offense right now. So I think if you can keep him contained, uh, that's how you beat him. I want to ask you about Arthur Smith since I brought him up. He was a guy that the Jets were very interested in. There was some thought that he was their second choice after Robert Sala. How's he been so far for the Atlanta Falcons? So again, it's a mixed bag because he's only played here. He's only coached so many games, right? I think it's hard to judge a, a head coach based you know, unless you're Urban Meyer, of course. But uh, uh, I think it's hard to, to sort of judge some of these guys, especially you know the talent he's working with, because right now the Falcons can't get anybody uh, you know to add at the moment just because of their cap situation from the previous GM Thomas Dimitrov. He kind of put them in a sort of a iffy cap situation for this season and a little bit of next season as well. Um, so I, I feel like I can reserve judgment on him at least until next season, uh, because I'd like to see what he can do with, you know, a full basket of his own players, like guys that he wants, a, you know, a couple drafts under his belt, uh, some free agents that he picks. Um, I think that's a fair assessment of him. Now, again, what I think of him so far, I think there has been some, you know, maybe a couple questionable decisions, uh, against Washington, his play calling got extremely conservative at the very end of the game. Uh, you know, they, they played not to lose, I think, instead of playing to win, which is something that has plagued Falcons for years, regardless of the head coach. It's been sort of a Falcons curse, as it were, for some weird reason. But um, no, I, I think he's, I think he knows what he's doing. I did like the hire a lot. Um, again, I think he's, what he did in Tennessee speaks for itself. Uh, he made Rand, Brian Tannehill an elite quarterback and so far, Ryan Tannehill isn't playing very well. So I don't know if that's a, a Arthur Smith effect or not, but um, I feel like I can make a safe judgment in regards to that. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd say I, I do like what Arthur Smith is doing. Uh, again, I just the thing with me is I want to see a buy-in. I want to see players responding to him, respecting him, and making noticeable improvement. And I think I'm seeing that so far, in, at least in, with the talent that he's working with right now. For what it's worth, David Beauclair, who covers the Titans for Sports Illustrated, said that he definitely thinks that there's a correlation between Smith leaving and Tannehill not playing as well as he had with Smith. He thinks there was a certain connection there, certain chemistry that really drove Tannehill to be his very best. That doesn't mean that Tannehill can't figure it out without Smith, but it does mean that perhaps Smith leaving affected him a lot more than people expected. Miles, after talking about everything that we just did with the Falcons and breaking them down, how do you expect this game to go on Sunday in London? You don't have to give me a final score per se, but give me a range of where you think this is going to wind up and how you think it's going to play out from the Jets and Falcons side of things. Man, I have this sick feeling that it is going to be this 13 to 10 snoozer. For some weird reason, I don't know why, I'd call it a hunch. Uh, I don't know, it's just a a London thing. I feel like these London games have been kind of meh the last few years. And the Falcons have been the most unpredictable, especially this year's Falcons, have been so unpredictable. 
you know, they, they haven't been able to score early. Uh, it's been kind of an issue with them. Um, this Jets defensive line does worry me a good bit um, with the offensive line situation. So I, I feel like there's a way we can, we, I say we, the Atlanta Falcons can make Zach Wilson look a little bit like a rookie, like he did against New England. But I also think he'll have his moments as well where he'll put up some points. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard for me to predict it right now. But for some reason, I have this just weird hunch that it's just going to be this odd snoozer where both teams are kind of making all these mistakes and are sort of struggling a little bit to put points up on the board. Damn, Miles, you are a buzzkill. That is the last thing <laughs> that I want to see on Sunday. I guess if it does have to be a snoozer, I hope the Jets win it in a snoozer, but I'd rather it be a more entertaining game along the lines of what we saw on Sunday between the Jets and the Titans. By the way, before we go, should mention Ian Rappaport now reporting that the John Franklin Myers extension is four years, $55 million with $30 million guaranteed. Sounds like a lot for a guy who a couple of years ago was released by the Rams after being a six-round pick. But boy, he is an ascending star, 25 years old, already one of the best interior pass rushers in the league. So I think this very well could look like a bargain by the time the season is over. Miles Garrett, producer for the Atlanta Falcons football content on Fox 5 in Atlanta. Thank you so much for coming on. And helping me break down the Atlanta Falcons. Really appreciate it. For those who want to check you out on social media, see what you're working on, kind of get a feel for what you do, how can they follow you and how can they check out everything that you're working on? Hey, yeah, thanks again for having me on, Scott. I really appreciate it. But uh, yeah, they can find me at uh, on Twitter at, at Miles Garrett TV. That's with an I, my M I L E S Garrett TV. <laughs> um, yeah, I produce uh, three different, or I mean, you know, work on three different Falcon shows. Uh, we have an early bird show that airs uh, Saturday mornings and uh, a show that airs Friday nights called Rise Up Tonight. And we also work on shows uh, Sunday night post game called uh, The Dirty Bird Report. So quite a bit of Falcons content that we do. Uh, again, I'm sure most of your audience are, are Jets fans. So if they ever are interested in, in talking Falcons, talking Dirty Birds, uh, give me a follow. Go ahead and follow Miles on Twitter, but just keep in mind he's not the football player, Miles Garrett. Many have made that <laughs> mistake, as we've talked about here on the podcast. Check out everything he's doing as well, and check out everything we're doing at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Brand new videos up from Luke Grant. He's got one with Zach Wilson breaking down the brilliance of his busted plays. That's one that Falcons fans might want to watch and get a feel for what Wilson can do when he gets outside the pocket. Also, a video breaking down the domination that the front seven for the Jets had against Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans. We've got brand new shirts up right now also in the Play Like a Jets store. You can get the John Franklin Myers, Quinnen Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt. That one's up there. On the heels of the John Franklin Myers extension, plus the Zach Wilson, Zach says go long shirt with him pointing like he did at Corey Davis on Sunday against the Titans. Those are in the store. It's tpublic, T-E-E-public.com. Just search for Play Like a Jet. You can also check out my pinned tweet on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. If you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel yet, go ahead and do that. And if you haven't checked out the store with all the shirts that we've got up right now, go ahead and do that as well. And give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. 
That's playlikeajetdigital and playlikeajet.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.